Oh my God, you guys. Magic makers, get ready to laugh your butt off with this episode of Find Your Magic featuring my business bestie and real life bestie, Nicole Schwartz. Nicole is one of my favorite people. She has her own law firm for women business owners called Sprout Law. She also does social media consulting and branding consulting at Celestine Social. She has an incredible story, which she's going to tell in this episode, but she helps women trademark and protect their businesses and also answers all those legal questions. But she's also just like a lovely person and tells it like it is. She's also one of the funniest people I know. Nicole is very fancy. She's been a featured expert in Forbes, the Washington Post, Girl Boss, and she's spoken at events like Alt Summit, Craftcation, and South by Southwest. She's very fancy and important. But in this episode, you are going to get a little bit of everything. You're going to get very actionable business advice. Um, Nicole is going to walk you through how to choose a brand name and then how to trademark that brand name. And then she also talks a lot about, and this is where we really align. She talks a lot about building mental health into your business routine, because if you don't do that, it's not going to be sustainable. And if it's not sustainable, it's not going to be successful. So we talk about that, but you know, we also do stuff like, uh, you know, musical improv and terrible, terrible puns and a lot of, uh, bad jokes. So come for the business content, stay for the laughs. This is find your magic featuring Nikki Schwartz. Oh man, you guys, I'm already laughing my ass off with my incredible friend, Nikki Schwartz, who is an attorney for women business owners. She's got Sprout Law. She's also got Celestine Social. She's got an amazing story, which you already heard in the intro, but Nikki is also one of my just favorite humans on the planet. So fucking smart. You are so smart. And I always go to her for advice, like first person where I'm like, do I need to trademark this business idea? And she's like, maybe let's talk about it. Or if I'm like, what do I do legally? Like, where do I, is there like a template for disclaimers or whatever? And she's like, yep, I got you. Here's the link. Nikki is first of all, funny as hell. (laughs) She's got her own podcast. Um, you want to tell the people about your podcast real quick? Yeah. Hey everybody. I mean, I, I'm glowing from this introduction. Like I didn't even want to interrupt, you know, (laughs) Um, but anyways, yeah, my, my podcast is called cash is queen. Um, And yeah, it's just kind of talking about what it's like to be running her own business and all the shenanigans that that brings up all the shenanigans. It's honestly, it's like a really good sister pod for find your magic, because there's a lot of really good practical business advice in there, but also definitely touches on like how to avoid burnout, how to like, make sure you build a brand that's sustainable. And Nikki always starts out her podcast cash is queen with this adorable, hilarious tradition, which is, she says a random fun fact. So Nikki, what fun fact I'm putting you on the spot. What fun fact do you have for this podcast today? Okay. So my fun fact is actually like the weirdest thing. Uh, my husband was like, this could only happen to you. We were walking <laughs> our dogs the other day and randomly, like my leg just got stuck in a hole. 
like my what entire kind of leg, hole like it was like a three foot deep hole just in the ground that was like <laughs> leg leg sized like it wasn't like it was just like the size of like a thigh like a and post like, had been taken out of the earth yes oh my yes. god this and, would only happen to you <laughs> and just like I just like I wasn't injured I just like slowly like sunk into the ground like at an angle and it was like no 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 no, no. that's so much funnier than it happened slowly <laughs> and, and like one of my legs was just like perfectly like intact not injured at all just like perfectly oh in a hole and the other leg was just like on the ground like I don't even remember what happened to the other leg and my lovely husband during this whole process he backed up like he's trying to protect himself yeah. and simultaneously definitely like actively not help you yeah yeah, yeah. it was like very dark did he take a picture did he like document your pain no no it happened so quickly but what i want well, that's to unfortunate I know. I want to go back to the hole and put my leg in it and take like a, like a post photo. There you um, go. For sharing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is a fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a very fun fact slash story. Uh, I brought, I brought a tried and true fun fact for me, which not everybody knows this about me. I'm a musical theater nerd, grew up doing musical theater um, and was in this community theater group that was like really well thought of in San Diego. And my fun fact is that as part of this uh, community theater group, my first kiss ever was I'm with so Adam Lambert of what? American Idol fame slash the, you know, singer with Queen. Yeah. Adam Lambert and I were in a play together, a musical play and our characters totally had to kiss and I was so nervous and that was my very first kiss ever kiss like total like not like total my like, lips had never touched another boy ever oh my gosh I that's know. crazy it's a very fun fact yeah that is a fun fact wow. and we all know how it turned out so <laughs> Do you like making money on autopilot? Thought so. That's why I am tickled pink to share one of our sponsors for Find Your Magic is my personal favorite platform, Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I, Kajabi. They are the number one most trusted knowledge commerce platform, and they have the most ways to directly monetize your content. So that means you can build and launch courses. You can have coaching programs, host your podcast. This podcast is coming to you from Kajabi right now. You can have memberships. There's so many ways to monetize content with Kajabi. And the reason I love them above other platforms is they make it so freaking easy. If you are technology averse like me, you are going to love how easy it is to just seamlessly create products and create marketing funnels all directly on one platform. You don't need to be connecting a million different things and 
tearing your hair out, trying to figure out why the card isn't going to the email, isn't going to the analytics. Like it's just done. It's just all in Kajabi. It has seriously saved me so much time and so much money in my business. Can't recommend it highly enough. So pumped to be able to call them a sponsor. So go to kelseyformost.com slash Kajabi for a free 30-day trial of Kajabi's platform. That's kelseyformost.com slash K-A-J-A-B-I. Kajabi's awesome. Oh man. So Nikki, I am really excited to talk about just, you're just such a good energy and you do so much with helping women build a brand and then protect that brand. I mentioned already, uh, Nikki's a lawyer. She's an attorney for women entrepreneurs. So I thought, you know, and also sidebar, Nikki actually was one of my first ever guests on the previous iteration of this podcast last show, um, a couple of years ago when it was still just like a seed of an idea and you should definitely go to YouTube and check that out. Um, we talked about building mental health into your business plan, which we'll touch on again today, but Nikki and I have had so many great conversations. Um, we've done Instagram lives that are up on our IGTV. We've done podcasts for each other. And so I wanted to make this conversation, which is probably like our fifth or sixth time recording a conversation about the foundation of building a brand that is sustainable. So why don't you talk a little bit about maybe like what comes up for you with that, like where people can start when they have that little idea of like, maybe I should build a brand or maybe I should build a business. What would your advice to them be? That's a really good question. Cause I think we're on the same page about this in terms of like sustainability and making mm-hmm. sure that first of all, it has to be like authentic to you. Otherwise it just doesn't work, but also it's just not going to feel like something you can do long-term. It's good. Like, you're going to burn out. Yeah. Like building a business is like having a baby or like having a tattoo on your face. Like you have to really, you got to really make sure that like that, you know, you're spending time on it, thinking it through all that kind of stuff. And so I think about it, like, you know, thinking about what is it that you want to put out into the world? Like what's authentic to you? What are the problems that you have gone through yourself and that you can help other people through? I think that's kind of like the Mm. best way that a brand is born is like when you have like had I don't want to say like a tragedy because it doesn't need to be like that dramatic, but like when you've had like a problem in your life and you're like, okay, this is how I got out of it. Like something that's like meaningful to you that you want to help other people get out of. I think those like stories are, are the best. I mean, that makes me think of your skincare brand and what led you to create Sprout Law. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. Like um, I started my law firm because I had a brand and I didn't do anything legal with it. I was already an attorney, but I was just like, yeah, I don't need to worry about this. Like, this is just for fun. And it ended up growing really fast and I didn't protect it legally. And then we had to rebrand everything, um, which was like, not very fun, but then it sort of led me to like, Oh, okay. Like I don't want to have to go through this. I don't want other people to have to go through this. So that's why I started my law firm. Um, but yeah, like finding something like that for you and for your story, uh, that really like, you know, feels like a problem that you can solve for other people. I love that because immediately it puts you in a place of service. And when you approach building a business from a place of service rather than selling, first of all, it's just going to be more successful because people can, people can sense that energy. They don't want to feel like you're trying to 
sell them something. But if you can say and point to, Hey, I had this issue before. And like, here are a few clients that I've worked with who had this issue before who I was able to serve and show up and solve that problem for them. A, you're going to have really happy clients, but B, you're going to have a lot of clarity. You're going to have a lot of clarity about what you need to communicate about, you know, who you are and what you do. Yeah. You know, what's funny. It's like, I, I think we all like kind of start, well, this is how I started my business <laughs> tell me if I'm wrong, but like, I think I really started mine from like a place of, um, like my first business was like very much like a place of ego. Whereas like, we yeah. want to talk about on our website, like, Oh, look how great I am. Or like, look at all this stuff, you know, like, look at all the, I went to this school or like whatever. And I think like, especially when you go to like a lot of law firm websites, it'll be like, Oh, they went to like this law school and they have all these awards or whatever. And, you know, like, so I, I had that on my about page for a while. And then, you know, what actually resonates the most with people is when I tell the story about my brand and people mm-hmm. are like, oh, that's the thing. And I'm like, really? Cause that's really embarrassing. Like, I don't <laughs> want to tell people that that happened to me. It's super embarrassing, but that's the thing that resonates with people the most. Yeah. Uh, because they feel that. seen. Exactly. Yeah. So I think like back to what you're saying, it definitely feels more authentic and it might feel kind of like hard to say like, oh, this happened to me. It wasn't great. I was in this kind of shitty situation, um, but people really resonate with that. And then, you know, it's also like, it feels good on your side to be able to like help people. Completely. And as the resident copywriter in the house, let me tell you the number one rule of effective copywriting, which by the way, if you don't know, copywriting is the art and science of using words to take to get a reader to take a desired action. So any words you have on your website, your emails, um, even social media, like all of that is copy. Copy is the words that represent you and your business that are out in the world. So as the resident copywriter in the house, let me tell you, the number one rule of copywriting is you immediately have to make it about the person reading, not the person writing. So that is so much easier to do if you're coming from a place of, let me tell you all your problems, then I'm going to tell you how I can help solve them. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think that that's like the big thing is like, we always want to kind of start by being like, let me tell you all about me. And then it's like, well, let's back it up a little bit. (laughs) I, so I also want to talk about the fun part of building a brand, which is like, Cause you're so good about this, like choosing the name, choosing the colors, um, choosing the fonts, like basically building this presence of how you want to show up. It's like an outward manifestation of what's really inside you. And actually, can you tell the story about, um, Celestine social, like how you arrived oh, yeah. there? That's a good yeah. one. So I think the, I think the next step, so like the first one is kind of like getting clear about like your, um, your why almost like mm-hmm. what, like how you want to help people. But then I think the next step is figuring out like who you want to help and figuring out like who your client is. Mm-hmm. Um, because I always fall into this trap. I'm addicted to starting businesses, as you know, same, I own so many domain names. It's absurd. <laughs> Are you really an entrepreneur unless you own like 15 domain names? I'm I'm Bluehost's best friend. (laughs) What do you think your domain number is? How many do you think you own? I actually checked the other day because I just bought like five more. Oh my God, shut up. I just bought like three more. (laughs) I think I'm up to 16 or 17. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. 
but this is because oh, I have such an entrepreneurial spirit that I, I had ideas for blogs and businesses like in high school and mm-hmm. college. So like the very first, this is actually a fun game. The very first domain I ever bought was, uh, besides my name, I bought my name. That's my actual website, kelseyformas.com. But the first like non my name.com was get ready. Are you I'm ready? So Are you ready for the word nerdery that is about to ensue? <laughs> it was called first and foremost as in my last name. <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be my like DIY blog because I was really into art and DIY at the time. And I was like, I'm going to make it a business. And I did for a minute. I had an Etsy shop and everything, but that was my first domain. <laughs> That's great. That's great wordplay. Thanks. <laughs> Didn't work out. <laughs> I feel like eight-year-old Kelsey like planned that in her mind and was like this. Do you know why I had that ready to go? It was because when I did improv comedy, they always would like introduce you with a play mm-hmm. on your name and it would be like, you know, cup of Joe Smith, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And mine was Kelsey first and foremost. Got it. Yeah. Really just <laughs> the sexiest human. I feel so sexy right now talking about my, my improv comedy days and my puns. <laughs> Real. <laughs> take a number boys <laughs> get in line get in line <laughs> I think that your number of domain names is the most impressive thing about you other than wow. the human you are but that's, well, you know, that's a very impressive fact it's up there it's up there where were we talking about picking your picking your name understand oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was just going to say, like, I think the thing that I always do with every one of my businesses, like I can't train this out of myself is I always want to say like, oh, this is for everybody. Like everybody wants this. I do this every time. Trap. I don't know how to like not do it. I always have to like correct myself and be like, nope, everybody doesn't want this. Pick a specific person. Um, But the thing that I do like with uh, naming is after I kind of go through those two steps, then I think about like, okay, what does my person like? What kind of things are they into? And so when I started my um, like business coaching and consulting um, company, which is Celestine Social, um, I was really thinking like, okay, my clients are, they're really into like millennial LA woo-woo crystals, desert vision trips, et cetera. Who um, me? <laughs> I feel <Yeah>. called out. <laughs> exactly. Um, Kelsey is my ideal client. <laughs> Turns True. Out. I am in fact your client. So that makes sense. Um, and so I was, I just brainstormed like a list of a hundred words that had anything to do with that. Like anything to do with like tarot or like astrology or like stars or whatever. And the first two names that I wanted were both already taken by somebody else. Somebody else had already trademarked them which was like really sad. I had like a period of like grieving for like a week. You got to mourn. You got to mourn the business name that you don't get to pick. Exactly. Yeah. And then my third one was available. So that's kind of how I, how I went with it. And then you took that information after deciding who your ideal client was after checking in with yourself about who I want to serve and how you bought the domain, you got the social media and then you trademark it. Yeah. yeah. 
which is yeah. like what you do. So tell people a little bit about why trademarking and uh, maybe just touch on the how. Yeah, absolutely. So the trademark is the exclusive right to use your, your brand name. Um, and so this is what I thought when I first started a business, like I was like, oh, you just pick a name that you like and you just roll with it and you just move forward. And it turns out that's not exactly how it works as I learned the hard way, which is that <laughs> um, uh, trademarks exist. So if somebody else already has that name, then you're not allowed to use it. So it's really important to like run a search, make sure that your name's like actually available to use. And then you sort of go through the process of filing it with the trademark office and that whole thing usually takes about like 10 months is maybe like kind of how long it takes. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the benefit of it is that like you get the exclusive right to use it. So for my law firm, like we're, we're called Sprout Law. We have the trademark for Sprout Law. And I, it must have been about like maybe we got the trademark about five years ago. But um, last year there was like another company that was called Sprout Legal that just started up. Um, and so originally I was just like really pissed because I was like, they were doing trademarks and I was like, this is the exact same name. So I reached out to them and I was like, Hey, probably didn't do this on purpose, but like we have a trademark for this. And they were just like, no, I think we're good. Like, we're not going to change it. And they were a trademark yeah. law firm. Yeah. I was like, that seems, wait, 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 <clears throat> isn't it ironic? <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> It's my name <laughs> on your letterhead. Yes. Just like keep going. Can we do like a weird owl like parody? Hey, you said that one of the topics on the table today is musical improv. So I am going for it. I love it how like how you're like, what what should we talk about today? I'm like, musical improv. <laughs> Just as you do. Also, just little asterisk sidebar here. These are the best business relationships to make when you can fully embrace your nerdery and connect with people who see you deeply. I'm, I'm Nicole's client for life. And she comes to me for copywriting help. And we are there to support each other forever and ever. Amen. Because I can be my full authentic self with her and same, same ditto, ditto. A hundred percent. Like, and also we met on Instagram, like we met on Instagram DMs. Yeah. We don't like, even hey. know how our relationship started. All we know is that it did. And here we are. <laughs> no, we should like go, we should go back, but that was, was like years ago. So that'd be yeah. a lot of scrolling. It would be a lot of scrolling. Yeah. Um, I just need to give you more props for that musical improv. Thank you. I'm really just letting my freak flag fly in this episode. <laughs> I fully embracing. Oh my I God. So anyways, they didn't want to change their name. And so I had to be like, yeah, this is how trademarks work and kind of explain it to them. And, um, and then they finally did. They were like, we'll take it to our trademark attorney. And I was like, I thought that was you. But anyways, um, <laughs> they changed it. But the point is that if I didn't have the trademark, there'd be two of us right now. And if you go to Instagram and you'd like try to find me or something, like you wouldn't be hundred percent sure which one I am and which one they are. So without the trademark, it's kind of hard to stop people from using the same brand name as also you. really messes up your SEO, which is your search engine optimization, having somebody else do the same thing and use the same brand name or the same wording, uh, your stuff that you're putting out, it, it might not drive as much to you because it's like, I don't know, like the internet's crowded. I don't know yeah, yeah. I hadn't actually thought about that. That's a really good point. Yeah. 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 Because if you're saying sprout law and they're saying sprout legal, it's like, you're both bidding on the same real estate. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. There can only be one. <laughs> ah, you shall not pass. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So we've talked about choosing your brand, building your brand. And I want to call out something you said earlier in this conversation, which is so true, which is building a business. You really do have to think of it like having a baby. It is no joke. Like if you, if you, if it's a hobby, great. Like do you go with God? If you really want to build a business that is going to financially sustain you, then you have to treat it like a business and you have to be serious about committing to the business, but also to yourself. And so I want to talk about something that you and I share, which is building mental health into our business plan. Um, and you shared a tip with me back when, in, when we first filmed that find your magic back in God, what was that? 2018, 2019, somewhere, something like that. We were so young, so young, so so naive, so pre pandemic. Um, we were in the same room on the same couch. Imagine, imagine that. Um, and you said that you actually set alarms throughout your day. Do you still do that? I do. Yeah. I don't always follow them, but I, like, but it's I like them. the little reminders though. It like, it does something to your neural pathways. I think. Yeah. I think so too. I think like, even just like breathing, like even if I'm not, okay. So I set a reminder, like, um, I used to be twice a day now, um, because I sort of built in more breaks. I, I just set it for once a day. Um, but it's supposed to be a reminder to get up and like walk around for 15 minutes and just like take a break. Mm. Um, sometimes, I'll, so I'll probably do that about like three times a week. And then probably like two times a week. I'm like, nah, whatever. I don't want to do this. I'm too busy right now. Mm. Um, but even like, even just that reminder, like I still get confused at the end of the day, if I'm like still feeling anxious or I'm feeling like panicky or something. And then I'll have to be like, wait, cause I didn't like take a breath all day. Oh, cause I didn't drink any yeah. water. Like I didn't eat right. Um, literally why I have my water here. I Glennon Doyle said something really funny. I don't remember if it was on her podcast or in her books. I don't know. I'm obsessed with her. Uh, I love her so much. Hi Glennon. Um, where she was like, I will be vibrating with rage and anxiety and like wanting to just destroy everyone in my path. And I think I need to change my relationship move across the country and burn my entire life to the ground when really all I need is probably a glass of water. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. It's so 100%. true. Yeah. I'll just feel like at the end of the day and I'll be like about to have a panic attack and I can't figure out why. And then it's like, oh, because you didn't stop working for the, for like eight hours. Like you didn't take lunch. You didn't like leave your desk. Like that's, Oh man. And I, do you agree that the pandemic really blurred those lines even more? A hundred percent. Yeah. Because there's like, sort of, it's like, there's nothing else to do. Like, it's like, well, there's nothing fun to, to like, I can't leave. Yeah. (laughs) And it's interesting because both, both Nikki and I worked from home pre pandemic and did this already, like trying to build those those mental health things into our daily routine. For me, my best thing that I've ever done is I just paid the money and I signed up for both calm and headspace. And Mm -hmm. I say like, okay, my half hour, my first half hour in the morning is sacred. No one's allowed to talk to me. And I just 
push play on whatever the daily meditation is, even if I don't actually like sit there and, and be like, you know, super engaged, it's still the best to like sit there with my coffee and not look at my phone, just let it play. That's been a game changer for me. But the reason that that came up for me was because even though I was used to working from home pre-pandemic, I found that in 2020, when everyone was working from home, the urgency, like there was this new sense of urgency that you had to be there to reply to things Mm -hmm. immediately that there didn't used to be because everybody knew you were home. Everybody knew you were at your desk. And if you weren't at your desk, then what the fuck were you doing? Right. So I got in a really bad habit of like eating lunch in front of my screen Mm -hmm. or mindlessly scrolling when I was supposed to be working on a project and then like procrastination station found myself freaking out, anxious, trying to finish that. Like, you know, it'd be 8 PM at night. And I'd be like, why did I feel the need to watch this YouTube, this hour long YouTube show on like the breakdown of the latest episode of the bachelorette instead of working on this, (laughs) I really didn't need to do I, you know, what's interesting. I kind of feel, I kind of felt like the pressure was off a little bit. In I think at first, I think at yeah. first, because you could be like, oh, it's a pandemic. Nobody's working. It's a pandemic. It's what are fun. you? Italian pizza maker? Yeah. It's a I, my husband's Italians. I always do. He's always like, this is so offensive to Italians. Like, <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> well, I'm Italian, Italian and I say it's okay. So there okay. you go. Okay. I have to make fun of everything about him, including his Italian heritage so yes um, it goes with the territory I, I felt like I had a built-in excuse in my mind of like if people were getting mad at me for not responding or something I could be like oh it's a pandemic right. um <laughs> but now that it's going away I feel a little bit I'm starting to feel like the stress a little bit mm-hmm. more interesting what are some little hacks that you have besides the setting of the alarm to like reset your creativity reset your work energy do you have any hacks (laughs) I do have some hacks yes um okay so one of them is just uh taking a walk every day so around like one to two o'clock and this is like a really hard habit to get into and I don't really like walking that much so what I started doing was walking to a specific place Mm. to get an Italian soda with whipped cream and then I feel like okay this is love this journey for you thank you (laughs) literal journey it's yeah (laughs) yeah and so then I'm getting my exercise you know and I'm taking a break but there's like something in it for me that's a little bit more tangible um because I don't yeah I kind of have to like trick myself into doing the mental health things yeah you Um, change your state like you change your physical state then you change your energetic state you change your energetic state you change the way you show up so that's a definite very real hack. And also by the by getting up and walking into the kitchen to get a glass of water, probably not going to do as much of a reset as walking to your local adorable. I'm picturing like a very adorable cafe with like a full on, like very hot barista who's giving you the Italian soda and like slowly putting the whipped cream on top. But maybe that's just me and where I'm at in my life. You're not (laughs) right, but you're not wrong. You're you're close. So even if you can't like take that half hour and go and walk, like if you have kids or, you know, whatever, 
then know that you can still get a lot of the benefits by like getting up, taking a breath. Don't take your phone in the room with you, like leave it, go get a glass of water, go make a cup of coffee, whatever. And just like, take a second, wait for it to brew, pour it over ice, whatever it is, and then come back. Like just that little action of leaving the room and coming back is huge. Yeah. I like your suggestion about common headspace too. Those are like game changers. I think I use, um, Budify and I just listen to the exact same one mm. over and over. Like I listened to it for like three hours one time and it just like works. That's so, really interesting. Is it like affirmations or is it like a guided thing or is it music? Um, yeah, I do the one that's specifically it's on Budify and it's for traveling. So it's just like six minutes that this person talking to you in like a lovely British accent. Um, and they're basically just like, it will be okay. Like it seems busy outside, but in your mind, it's very, it can be very quiet. Like blah, blah, blah. Um, it's very relaxing. So I get, I'm a very nervous, um, traveler, very nervous flyer. And so whenever I fly, I will just listen, like the entire trip. It's just like repeat over and over and over. I actually really love that suggestion. Sometimes with meditation, even if it's guided, um, I have a hard time when they stop talking, mm-hmm. like when it's just the silence and I am sure I'm not alone in that and I'm getting better, but, uh, I'm getting better at quieting the thoughts or like noticing the thoughts, but yeah, I'm always looking for recommendations. If any listeners out there have good recommendations for guided meditations or like continuous affirmations or talking, it definitely helps me. I also love calm for the sleep stories. That's like a, that's a big thing for me. So I'm, I, I found that I, I used to love listening to like true crime podcasts at night, but then I would have crazy dreams. And I was like, maybe let's not listen. Let's not fall asleep to like stories of rape and murder. <laughs> like maybe I, that, that would give me too many nightmares. I yeah. Yeah. Sleep stories are clutch. This podcast is sponsored by Better Help. So I got back into therapy during COVID last year, and I cannot recommend enough running your issues by a professional licensed therapist. Even if you think, oh, my problems aren't that big, or even if you're really going through something and struggling, having a professional therapist to really help you navigate those times is invaluable, which is why I am so happy to share that our sponsor betterhelp.com is a platform that I personally deeply believe in. So they are an online therapy platform. And what they do is they assess your needs and then they match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating with that therapist within 48 hours. And by the way, it's not a crisis line. It is and it's not self-help it's professional therapy. It's just done securely via an online platform. So there's no waiting in crummy waiting rooms with a couch that your butt sinks into, right? (laughs) You get timely and thoughtful responses. Anytime you log into your account and send a message to your therapist, and you can also schedule weekly video or phone sessions. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches So they make it really easy and totally free if you ever want to switch from one therapist to another that might be a better fit. 
The other thing I love about BetterHelp is they make therapy affordable for everybody. It is one of the easiest, most affordable online therapy tools that I have ever seen. And not only that, but they also have a financial aid program available for anyone who needs it. So if you want 10% off your first month of therapy, go to BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P.com slash find your magic. You can also use the code find your magic at checkout for that 10% off find your magic, all one word. And all of this will be in the show notes below. So head to betterhelp.com slash find your magic. Oh man, Nicole, I just love you so much. I also want to uh, call out, this is a business thing. We have a, I was looking it up earlier to make sure it was on mine and not yours. We have a really great episode of IGTV about, um, how to name your brand Mm. and it's both copywriting and legal advice about the, literally the picking of the name. So if that's something you're struggling with, um, or procrastinating about, which is, I identify with deeply, um, check that out. It's on my Instagram at Kelsey.writes. Yeah, that's a great, uh, resource because it definitely takes a long time to find a brand name and also like to find the right brand name. I have so many clients who are looking for like three months or like six months and they like can't find the right one. Yeah, completely. And once they do find it, where can they find you to learn more about trademarks and all of that jazz? You can find me at Sprout Law on Instagram or I'm at SproutLaw.com. Perfect. And uh, she's also got an awesome webinar that I want to call out to learn about trademarks. And that's at sproutlaw.com slash trademark hyphen webinar. I'm going to put that in the show notes, but definitely check that out because it's like a really nice, like it's, it's put in a way that's easy to understand and it'll help you understand like if you even need a trademark and if so, what to do about it. So definitely, definitely check that out. Yeah, definitely. It's, if you just go to sproutlaw.com, it will be right there up at the top. Um, and it'll walk you through the whole process of how to trademark it's, it's the webinar is all free. So definitely check it out. Oh man, do we have to go? Cause I want to keep talking with you. I know. Well, you know what? Let's take this opportunity to just invite you right now to come back on the podcast as soon as you want to, to talk about whatever you want to, because Perfect. goodness knows you are such a great example. Uh, I love to all the time of you know, someone who really understands how to build a business that is sustainable and fun. I think that aspect is missed way too often. Like if you're going to take the leap and do all the shit that needs to happen in order to forge your own path, then it better be freaking fun. Like it better (laughs) actually make your life better. You know, I feel like, and I feel like that's where where we come to it on the same page because I feel like we both started our businesses and I feel like we hustled a little bit too hard and we were like wait why are we doing what we could just be doing this at a nine-to-five job like why are we running our own business if we're like miss yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're just like we're just like miserable yeah exactly and it's all about um I think a huge part for me was changing the narrative in my own brain about failure versus completion. Um, somebody put that in a really cool perspective for me once of like, if there was a business idea or 
a business partnership even that was really good at the time and that you were really excited about at the time. And then you burn out on it or you're no longer excited about it or excited about that person, then it's okay to let that go in order to move on to the next thing where you can continue to actually show up as your full authentic self. And it doesn't mean that that relationship or that project was a failure. It just means that that project or that relationship is complete. It taught you what it needed to teach you. It's complete and you can move forward. Oh, I love that. Isn't that a good one? That's a great one. That's a great one. I think about failure a lot too, because I feel like people have, at least like I did when I first started my business, like I had so many fears about failure. And like, the truth is that like, I mean, I, I know that you know this too. Like we just fail at like so many things, like every single freaking every day. day, every day, all the time. hundred percent. Yeah. And I get excited. Like, that's the thing is I get excited when there's failure on the horizon or failure happens because I'm like, cool. Definitely got the data that that is not the thing. <laughs> A hundred percent. Like it's all about literally just like testing stuff out. It's like, let's see if this works. Nope. Okay. Let's try this other Great. one. Now I definitely don't have to waste any more time on that thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's about like not being afraid of it and shifting your mindset to being like, just like test it out, like gathering data mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. and start. Yeah. And really getting clear about, yeah, I love, let's take it back to the beginning where you said like, solve the problem that you wish somebody had solved for you. Mm. And mm. I love that so much, like coming from that place of, of service and, um, and just, you know, your own experience because it's, it's valuable, extremely valuable. Yeah. And I think the thing too is like, not like, it's okay. That, and it's probably better if your business doesn't look like anybody else's, if it's not a copy of anybody else's, but if it's like yours, if it's your idea, if it's your brand, if it's your spin on things, that's what's going to make it interesting to people. Completely. Nikki, this was so great. Thank you so, so much for coming on Find Your Magic 2.0. I'm thrilled that you're one of our inaugural guests. Um, And I will put all of the places to find Nikki in the show notes. Please make sure to give us a like, a subscribe, a follow. Every single review really, really helps not just us, but helps people like you find us. So thank you in advance for your support. This is Find Your Magic. I'm Kelsey Foremost, and I'll see you next time. Hey, Magic Maker. If you made it to the end of this episode, it means you're truly committed to inviting more magic into your life. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and follow Find Your Magic on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to this stuff. Each review truly means so much to me. Thank you for being here. Now go out there and find your magic.